Bangor Worldwide has been promoting and supporting World Mission for over 85 years. Our podcasts are free of charge. You can find out more about us at www.worldwidemission.org. We hope you enjoy this talk. Thank you so much for the invitation to be here. It's been a wonderful week. And um, uh, I, I, as, uh, as Keith has just said, I'm from, originally from Devon in England, although my grandmother was Irish from Drogheda in the south, and uh, my parents lived there for a, a few years before I was born. So I feel like I have a, a, a bit of a link with Ireland, uh, or even though it's a bit distant. But for the last 14 years, I've been based in Guatemala with Latinlink, and more recently taken on the role of international team leader. And for me, being a member of Latinlink um, has been a wonderful experience, uh, and particularly of being of community. And if you know Latinlink, our tagline is community with a calling. And I felt that within the organization, but also the community I feel in working together with the Latin American church. Uh, we don't have Latinlink projects or Latinlink churches Instead, we send and receive people uh, to work within existing projects, within existing churches, um, under the local leadership and serving with the gifts that we have. Um, LatinLink is an international agency with a focus on Latin America. And just to explain that term, it's a sort of socio-geographical term, which means all of the, the bits of the America which, uh, which were colonized by the Spanish or the Portuguese. So it's not quite all of uh, Central and South America, but almost all of it. Um, but today, LatinLink is not only focused on the work in, geographically in, in Latin America, um, but we're also sending Latin Americans to anywhere else in the world. And with the growth of migration, we are also beginning to explore ways in which we can work with and through Latin American communities anywhere else in the world, and particularly thinking about here in Europe. So our verse for this week from 2 Corinthians 5.14 is that Christ's love compels us. And uh, I read another translation that said, Christ's love that fuels our passion and motivates us because we are absolutely convinced that he has given his life for all of us. And it's that passion and that motivation that compels us as well. Christ's love that motivates us in Latin link. Not only in our individual ministries that each of us are involved in, but also in the way that we work together and mobilise others. Paul, in his first letter to the Corinthians, in chapter 12, he talks about the church as being like a body. A passage I'm sure that, you, that all of you are familiar with. But in that passage, he, he recognises that the different members of the body have different functions and different roles. Each member of the global church may look very different to one another and may have different functions and different roles. But all are connected and work together for a healthy expression of Jesus' love in the world as we represent him and seek to bring others to him. Many of you will be aware of the huge changes that have taken place in the global church and global missions over the last 50 or 100 years. In terms of numbers, today the majority of Christians in the world live in the global south. In Latin America, 
uh, the growth has been very stark. In, um, in the year 1900, only 1% of the population of Latin America were evangelical or Protestant Christians. And now that figure is around 18%. That's over 100 million people. And globally, Latin Americans represent 35% of the Christians in the world. And alongside that growth in the church, there has also been a growing missions movement. In 1987, a group called Comibam was launched, and it's a network and a cooperation of individuals, churches, and agencies sending missionaries from Latin America. And in that year that they started, there were 60 agencies sending 1,600 Latin American missionaries. Today, 35 years later, there are over 400 mission agencies with over 10,000 Latin American missionaries serving cross-culturally in other parts of the world. That's different members of the body of Christ playing their role in God's mission in the world, all being compelled, being motivated by Christ's love. And we see that in LatinLink. About a third of our members are Latin American themselves, and each one brings their own personality and culture and expectations. And we celebrate that God is, what God is doing amongst Latin Americans. And we have been part of, we've been privileged to be part of that history of mobilizing Latin Americans to take their place in God's global story. I've been really, I've really enjoyed this week and uh, it's been a privilege to come, um, to be able to, to come and share with you but I'm also very aware that I'm representing LatinLink and, uh, and particularly those Latin American members of LatinLink. So I'm going to share a few thoughts from some of them as well. Firstly, this is Giselle. She's Brazilian. She's from Sao Paulo, a very urban center in the south of Brazil. And she is serving cross-culturally in a very rural community in the northeast of Brazil. And I asked several members to, to just give me some thoughts, their reflections on this verse. So she says this, The love God offered me through Christ's saving work on the cross and the daily knowledge of that love through the new life we have in Christ of hope and reconciliation with the Father of love has driven me to make it known to everyone I meet through word and deed, through proclaiming the good news of Jesus. And I have always wanted to start with my own nation because of the spiritual need of the people who are lost in themselves as well as the moral and economic challenges of the nation. I want to see people surrender to Jesus. I know that what transforms and brings dignity to people is the knowledge of God along with his grace and love. And my joy is to see my people knowing and living the true freedom that the gospel brings. So Giselle is working cross-culturally within her own country, uh, but we also have a number of others who have traveled a bit further afield. This is Raquel. She's also Brazilian, uh, but she's working in the UK in a church in Chard in Somerset. And uh, we're just going to watch a, a short video from her um, as her it, reflecting on this verse and what it means in her ministry. So the second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 14 speaks to me about acting from Christ's love. 
that is Christ's love for us is so motivating that we cannot respond to him otherwise for what God has commanded us to do. And I feel God compels me to love and care for those who feel forgotten and alone. In my working charge, I have met many Portuguese-speaking immigrants who came to England in search of something better for their lives. Many of them are helpless alone. I also met many young people in schools and parks who came from dysfunctional families and find themselves lonely and without perspective. And I'm having good opportunity to share about Jesus uh, with these people and I have been prayed that they can feel the company of Jesus with them. Praise the Lord, today we are managing to do an Alpha Cruise in Portuguese here and many of them are reporting how much they don't feel alone like before. And we have a great testimony about a young woman that experiencing the pressure who came with us to youth camp recently and she's made her best decision ever to follow Jesus. And I have been getting good comments about how good and happy she feels to be part of the God's family. And how good it's to us know that Jesus is with us always. Thanks so much. God bless everybody. It's great to hear that encouragement from Raquel, isn't it? Of opportunities she has to share Jesus' love, not only with the Brits in, in Somerset, but also with migrants there who have uh, come and, and f felt uh, loneliness and isolation, and how some of them are responding to the message of Jesus' love. I also want to share with you um, some words from Pipe. This is Pipe from Colombia, and he's serving in a, a very multicultural area of North London. And uh, you might have to imagine... Um, Ignore the sort of very Britishness of me and imagine a very enthusiastic Colombian who was saying these words. He says, Yes, the love of Christ is the core, the engine that makes everything else work, the reason why we do what we do in the youth work in my church in London. When you work with young people, you need energy, creativity, a bit of technology knowledge, a couple of games. But the most important element of, the, of my youth work must be the love of Jesus who moves me, pushes me, challenges me, and teaches me. Because when you decide to give up your evening with your family, uh, miss out on putting your kids to bed and having a chat with your wife, when you decide to go out in the cold winter night to take a bus and meet with your youth group in this session that you've spent hours preparing and praying for and thinking about, when you've spent a fair amount of time at the screen looking for the perfect video or song or the best resource, the best games, and you've decorated the place to make it feel warm and welcoming, and when the time comes, just a couple of young people appear at the session. Then your human love for them vanishes. Your human passion disappears, and the thoughts of giving up cancelling programs, getting annoyed with their parents and with them are the main thing that comes to your mind and knocks at the door of your heart. But the love of Christ invites me to love the ones who came and made that session the best session of the term. Christ's love makes my heart love the ones who I invited 
and never came. It makes me love the parents of those young people. It makes me love what I do. The love of Christ invites me not just to keep doing what I'm doing, but invites me as well to believe and to have faith. To believe that these young people can have a different future. It makes me believe that these young people can encounter God and be transformed by his presence. It makes me believe that they not only can be transformed by God's love, but also that they can transform their families, their schools, their neighbourhoods, their local McDonald's, their rugby teams and their dance academies, and all the places where they're going to. The love of Christ not only made me do things or believe these things, but it also makes me pray for things. Pray for healing, emotional, mental and physical Pray for restoration, for encounters with the Holy Spirit, for miracles and for signs and wonders, for them to believe that the one we pray for is alive, or the one we pray to is alive, that he is near them, that he is ready to listen to them, that they are important for him, that he has the power to deliver them from addictions, anxieties and lies. The love of Christ makes me love even the young people that I haven't met yet, the ones I see on the bus I take or the ones walking on the street, the ones who appear in the news because of gang activity or the ones struggling with poverty, the ones who don't speak a word of English arriving from all sorts of places and journeys and the ones in very important boarding schools. As I write this, I pray for us, for you and me, for us to be obedient and actually move when his love commands us to move. For that love that makes us move to keep burning even stronger in our hearts. For all of us to feel the same passionate, immeasurable, uncontrollable love for the ones we are sent to work with. Lord, allow us to encounter that love in order to be those living sacrifices who become a burnt offering and a pleasing aroma for you to delight in. There is passion in the love of Christ, and we are compelled not out of a sense of duty or responsibility, but we're compelled by his love, whether at home or in cross-cultural missions, because that love has first touched our hearts and lives. We see that passion coming through what Pipe has said And we join in with God's mission, not out of duty or strategy, but because we touch God's heart and we see and understand God's heart for all the nations. We want to support the Latin American church in that as well. We recognize the mission force that is already active from Latin America and the much greater potential it has for the future. And part of our response to that is to put a greater emphasis on mission mobilisation. We would like to have a mission mobiliser in every country team where we work, a mobiliser who can teach and train and encourage churches as well as recruit individuals for cross-cultural service. And this is Maria Juamanchumo. She's our um, mission mobiliser for the Peru team. And I'm going to share some of her words uh, regarding um, her role with this, with this verse as well. She says, 
For me, this role of mission mobiliser has been and continues to be a challenge. It involves a personal transformation in me and interaction with other believers who understand that their part in the mission is vital, but also with those who are trying to grasp that truth, putting into practice the commandment of God to go and preach the gospel to all the nations. Our society needs it, and we see it in our daily life. And what happens around us in the whole world shows the lack of God's love in people's lives. A mobiliser needs to be mobilised first. And I thank God for that because it gives me the chance to grow in my calling, to walk alongside churches and believers who are being touched by Jesus. That's the case with a group of churches in Peru with whom um, I am sharing or leading a course that they requested about the role of the church in missions. Over a number of weeks, we've been walking hand in hand with them. They are open to start their journey in missions, putting what they are learning in practice in local projects. But that's just the start. There is much more to do. Their testimony is about their need to be awakened to global missions and not just local missions. That demonstrates how God is working in their hearts. They feel encouraged and challenged to fulfill their calling in missions. They need to be trained and mobilized so that they can also mobilize others. When we put ourselves in God's hands, God uses us with others, and the fruit is when they are multiplied as well. One student from this course said that the course, through the course, they realized how much there is to do in the world and they want to start in their own church. Um, still Maria says, above all, above all, I am working to mobilize the pastors and leaders and the average Christians, brothers and sisters who want to participate in the mission of God. For me, it is a great experience and I know that God is sustaining me and I can be an instrument of his glory. I invite you to pray for them believers who are being challenged and mobilized to take part in God's mission, to remember that we are a community with a calling and it is his love that inspires us to act. So Christ's love compels us, motivates us to reach others with that same love. But Christ's love also compels us to do that together in humble partnership with others so that we mobilise every member of the worldwide church to take their place in God's work in the world. I hope you've got a taste just from these few examples from some of our members in LatinLink, a taste of what uh, LatinLink is doing and the mobilisation happening from Latin America. And if you're interested in inviting somebody like Raquel or Pipe to work with your church, uh, please go along to the Latinlink stand in the Global Village. I'll also be in the Living Library uh, tonight. Or if you, you would be interested in serving as a mission mobiliser like Maria, then maybe it's somewhere in Latin America, then come along to talk to us as well. Um, Christ's love compels us, but it compels us to in, be involved in his mission together. Thank you. 
We trust you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to make a donation to support the work of Bangor Worldwide, please visit www.worldwidemission.org slash donate.